I hope you like the blueberries. I do. He has like seven in his mouth right now. Welcome to... I don't know. (laughs) So I had this idea a while ago. I wanted to start a podcast about the third culture experience. I wanted to open a space for dialogue about the whole thing. I wanted it to be about the experience and not just the identity. I think in the awareness of this whole thing today, it really only gets to the point where we talk about TCKs. And I wanted to get away from that term because I think in my life it was too much of a label and maybe without even knowing it, it is in a lot of people's lives. I'm all for the discussion of how these experiences affect our identity. I wanted it to be an inclusive space. I didn't want it to feel like I'm not sure if I'm enough or if my experience qualifies me to be in this group. That's not what I want it to be about. I want it to be about a conversation where everyone's third culture experience is important and there's no levels. I wanted to talk about why certain things were the way they were. I have a really strong desire to understand things that are going on in the background or underneath what we might be consciously aware of. I wanna talk about a wide variety of things that just have even maybe just a little bit to do with the third culture experience. I want it to be a very broad discussion. And I want the podcast to be a start. I want it to be a conversation starter. I want it to leave an impression on someone that's going to lead them to think about different things as they go about making decisions. I want it to be a place of acceptance, rest, love, recognition, honesty, pain, and happiness. Not a place that's going to make individuals question whether or not their experience counts or not. We'll see how this goes. I hope it ends up being helpful or even just interesting to some people. Welcome to the Third Culture Experience Podcast. Joanna. My name is Yitzhak. My name Korea. is Finn. Turkey. My name is Caleb. I'm American. I'm 18 years old. Two and a half months after being born. I lived in Modesto, California. Tajikistan. Turkey. Fairbanks, Alaska. Tbilisi, Georgia. Paramaribos, Arnav. Lusaka, Zambia. Ankara, Turkey. Afghanistan. And now Port of Spain, Trinidad, and Tobago. Garcia, Haiti. I moved to Turkey when I was three weeks old. When I was first told that I was moving to London. Not feeling at home in your home country. Oh, isn't it so nice to be home? Between two countries. And I'm standing there thinking to myself, this doesn't feel like home. And then when I was eight, we moved to America for two years. It's painful and draining at times. I learned how to be confident. But the beauty is there along the way. Personally, my biggest struggle was where I just didn't know who I was and where I belonged, especially. And then we went back to the U.S. for for an indefinite period, but I was guessing it would be somewhere uh, between one to three years. Being asked if you speak two languages and 
being asked to speak in... Uh, we ended up going back for six years. And has little bits of both places that make up who they are, like their personality. And then when I was 15, my parents explained that we were going to have to move again. Uh, one of the unique experiences I get to experience I is that... I feel like we begin to appreciate that really, time adds people don't last forever. really broadens your perspective. We begin to learn that that's, like, okay. I would like to say I'm American. It's hard to find an identity. But looking back from where I am four years later, I can honestly say it was the best thing that ever happened to me. But I just want to say that being a TCK is a unique experience in and of itself. Um, and everyone has their own stories and everyone is unique and has their own experiences. And you can't really box people under an identity no matter if they're a TCK or not. So I recently had a conversation with Matthias and we just sat down and talked about family travel. I wanted to kind of start this thing off on a light topic, although I know uh, that it can be maybe full of some difficult experiences for some people. But yeah, I hope the conversation is either amusing or interesting to you. Hi, Matt. Hi, Josh. Joshua. Hi, Joshua. I guess we should cover this a little bit. Yeah, you're, I know. Yeah, we should. Well, person. tell us a little about like you. Who Who are you? Why are you Why on this I? show? Right. Who Who's Matt? Who's Matt? All right, so I'm Matthias Schaus. I grew up in... I was, I, I was born in Los Angeles, California, but three weeks later moved to Kabul, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And that's because my parents were humanitarians there. And... I spent my entire childhood there. Well, not my entire childhood, but 10 years of my childhood there. And then after that, I moved to Minnesota for a year and then to Turkey. Ankara, Ankara, Turkey. Ankara. Say it right. Ankara. Ankara. And that's where Josh and I met. That's how we know each other. And then I moved to Germany for two years to finish high school. And now... I have moved back. I don't. I haven't moved anywhere. Not, yeah, but I'm. I've, That's okay. Half moved to Min- Minneapolis. And, Area um, New Prague. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, to they the, call it New Prague. To the and greater. Not New Prague. Yeah, they call the it greater. Metro. The greater Minneapolis area. <laughs> You're like an hour away from Minneapolis. Well, an hour, really? Uh, and what are you doing now? And um, yeah, so now I am. Well, I'm. I settled down a little bit. Getting a job. Okay. Lifeguarding. Yes. But I'm traveling every other month. Okay. Like right now at least. So I just finished um, a trip in Morocco making a movie. And then next month I'm going to Kenya to just help a media team. Cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That's why I am what you would call a third culture kid or third culture person. My parents are from one culture. They're both from Minnesota. Um, and I grew up in a different culture, which combines together to make a third culture Mm -hmm. where you're kind of like stuck in this limbo. I'm in in the in between. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's almost like a fourth culture because my dad is very German at times. Wow. My grandpa is German. Yeah. So you're like third and a half culture. Yeah. Third and a half. Yeah. (laughs) So that mixed into the whole, um, being born in the States and then, yeah. Growing up, not in the States. Right. Cool. I don't know if 
I don't know if I should even throw German in there. It's just that my dad, it's, yeah. he speaks German. He's sure. very German, sure. lived there for a while. So, Okay. So today we're going to talk a little bit about traveling. Travel. Family right. style. Got any stories about traveling? As a, or here, let's start out with some statistics. Some statistics. <laughs> you got some statistics for us? I got some us? statistics to, to All give right. you. Well, so get ready to learn a bit about family travel. Go. All right. So I was trying to do some research real quick before we started this podcast, and I did a good solid uh, 30 seconds of Googling until I found <laughs> this blog by a woman named Jenny West. I'm pretty sure she's a mom blogger. Seven things, Seven things. Jenny West thinks are good about traveling. We're not bashing Jenny West <laughs> no, at all. No, I'm sure. Actually, Jenny. I honestly think she's right. Like, okay. Well, she says it relieves stress. Okay. Is that the number one thing? That's the number one thing. Okay. Number one, relieves stress. Yeah. Traveling as a family? As a family. Is this just about family travel or travel? This article is about traveling as a family, but number one is travel relieves stress. Okay. So I think that's just in general, travel okay. relieves stress. Travel relieves stress. I know for my dad, travel increases Increases stress. stress, yeah. Yes. But that's because of, that. I think that's because of the family part of it where he's worrying about like all the bags right. getting. And the passports. Yeah. And the tickets and. The stuff that. Yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. A Traveling made him out. nervous. And yeah, he got really pessimistic, which he he's he's said himself. So I'm not like yeah. bashing dad. That said, yeah, I mean for me, I think travel reduces stress. Whenever I start traveling, getting back to the airport, I I totally think that's accurate. I'm yeah. just like I'm relaxed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what's around me. I feel familiar with where I'm at. I mean, I just came from a business trip. A two days ago. Trip. Wow, look at you. Technically a business <laughs> trip. <laughs> <laughs> I was traveling by myself and um I wouldn't I wouldn't say that stress. I was like relaxed, you know. I wasn't like mm. it wasn't like, oh, all my stress is gone. Okay, yeah. So anyways, travel can we are reduce stress. Can. All right, number two. All right, number two is boost your immune system. <laughs> all right, number three. So I, <laughs> I don't think this applies to like airports and planes anymore when she says well, that. Well, there's a lot of germs in airports. I mean, travel can also be a train or a car and staying that's in a, true. Staying in a I new hotel. I automatically think airports. Yeah. That's pretty Maybe funny. we could talk. Yeah. I mean, when you hear the word travel, you think airport. I do. I just think of like family travel. I think about all the times I've flown with my whole family. Mm-hmm. But okay, travel, uh, what? It boosts your immune system? Yeah. Okay. Number three. Study, studies. Oh, oh, there's a science thing here. Oh, here studies science. have shown <laughs> that in order to help boost our immune system, we need to help. We need the help of antibodies. Antibodies are little proteins that protect your immune system from harmful, pathog- harmful pathogens. What's the thing that your grandma says? Um, oh, carcinogens. Carcinogens, yeah. <laughs> Those carso- carcinogens. carcinogens. I can't even say that. All right. Strengthen relationships. Yeah. yeah. Or like destroy them. Or, yeah. But I guess Give me the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> it's my she, turn to watch movies. She's taking a very optimistic view of traveling as a family. We're going on this like super good. Yeah, super the goodness super good, of traveling yeah. as a family, which is important. This, this is like a trip to Disneyland. Okay. Wow. Number 4, travel's good for your brain. Hmm. Science has proven that travel keeps your brain healthy by building brain resilience. 
learning to adapt is what she's focusing on here. Okay. Yeah, being in new evi- new environments and environments. And uh yeah, that's super healthy. That is healthy. I am learning a fan to adapt to yes. new stuff. So that's what she means by it helps by, your brain. Yeah, helping your brain, yeah. It's just learning to be adaptable. Learning to adapt. Yeah, dude. Maybe it'll be like a whole episode itself just about about I think you should change do a, and yeah. adapting. You should do a whole cool. episode about okay, that. Okay, what's the next one? Open Okay, this is, sounds like the exact same thing. I think she's just trying to get to 7, but opens <laughs> your mind and opinions. Okay. She says immersing yourself in learning how other cultures live and in a healthy way challenging your own preconceived opinions allowing yourself to view alternative ways of living. Okay. That's kind of like changing like mind me being in Morocco and they only eat with their hands. Yeah. So I had to eat wow. with my hands for 3 weeks. I like I was telling someone about it and they were like, "Ew, that's gross." Like that's not, I, I don't know, it doesn't have to be gross. It's just right. it's the way it's they do things. It's different from your culture. Exactly. Um travel keeps you fit. Does that mean like running as a family? Like, hey, we got to go grocery shopping. So we're going to travel to the grocery store by running together as a family. <laughs> and thus. Okay, maybe I should read. What did you say? <laughs> Long walks through the airport to your terminal. <laughs> That's literally the first. Okay. Oh, man. Travel is an opportunity to serve others. All right. <laughs> you know that warm and fuzzy feeling you get when you serve others? <laughs> I don't have that right now. <laughs> um, not about this. Okay. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I'm done with this. All right. When family travel, when the idea of that comes to your head, what are some experiences that you think of? Um, when I think of traveling with my family, yeah. I think, like you, I automatically go to the airport. Airport. And I think of sleeping on an airport floor. Hmm. I've done that so much. Yeah. Especially in Dubai. I don't know why. I just always just think sleep of... sleep at the airport in Dubai. In Dubai, yeah. On the ground. The we most... always had so many layover, layovers in Dubai. Like, okay, so my family, we lived in Afghanistan because mm-hmm. my dad was a pilot mm-hmm. and my parents are humanitarians there. Yeah. They were. That's that's why I was always in airports in Dubai. <laughs> yeah. Just chilling. Because yeah. your connections would go through right. Dubai. Yeah. The most time I've had to sleep in an airport was... I had a 17-hour layover in Toronto, and I, it, and it wasn't overnight, so it was like from early in the morning. I spent the whole day just in the airport. I, can't, I didn't even think about leaving. And dude, I, dude, you should have left. You can get more stamps. Oh, like, that's what yeah, I always think. Because I was, I just did a, uh, 13-hour in Paris. You did? And I, yeah, and I just left so I could get stamps. Just a stamp? Yeah, and then walk around Paris a little bit. And, and got some champagne. No, dude. Because they're drinking age yeah. 18. Dude, I just <laughs> stayed go. in the airport and like edited photos and ordered on, you know, they have, Toronto's cool. They have those iPads at every single table yeah. where you order. Yeah. I just ordered margaritas and <laughs> edited my photos. <laughs> A 17-hour layover with just your family could be stressful. It could be, but you just take shifts and yeah. you get to sleep. Yeah, I mean, it could be super fun, too. Yeah. One of the first times that my family went, um, I think, came to the States from Turkey, me and my sister and my brother, I think, we all got super, super sick Mm. on the plane. Wow. And it's a memory of travel that I hear my mom talk about a lot, the time when we all got sick. When everyone got sick, wow. My mom always talks about the um, experience 
this is much more serious, but right after 9-11 happened and we had to evacuate and then my parents just spent three days in the airport because they couldn't be at their home. But um, So you hadn't left the country <clears throat> yet? We hadn't left the country because the United States shut down all flights oh, yeah. for two, I think it was two days, maybe three days, but they wow. just shut down everything. And then, um, like she said, I could feel like I was a baby, but I could feel the tension and really? I, I didn't laugh for a good, like several weeks after that. Wow. And the entire That's flight, insane. she said, I like normally babies sleep on the flight. Yeah. And she said, I just stayed awake and she was so concerned because baby's supposed to sleep like 22 hours a day. Yeah. And I stayed awake for two days. Oh. All right. The random segment. All right. Random segment. Let's go. Oh man. What should we talk about? How about let's talk about <coughs> that thing I mentioned to you yesterday. All right. The overview effect. I said, I watched a short film about yeah. astronauts oh. that go to space Okay, this is good. This, this is, is yeah, cool. This is random. Like, this is really cool. Okay. It goes to travel, space travel, family Boom. to space travel. We're staying on the travel. Scene. So I do not want to misquote anything. I haven't like done a whole bunch of reading about it. This thing when astronauts get up into space and they look out a window and they see the Earth. There's a whole book written about it called The Overview Effect by wow. Frank White. Wow. came out in, uh, it was published in 1987. It's this thing where they look out the window or I guess they, they see the earth and it's this experience that brings them a certain understanding and they see the world, pretty much all of our reality, you know, in our planet. It's, it's this little, fragile, precious organism yeah that it's all they they uh talk about how they realize it's all connected and they start to see the earth as an organism and the the systems on the earth like whatever everything they start to see how it's connected and how Mm -hmm. we're all part of this planet and we pretty i mean we at least like biologically we belong to it we rely on this planet and we're kind of of the planet yeah so there's a short film that i watched that's on vimeo you can go watch it it's called i think it might just be called overview yeah overview it's like 19 minutes long i don't know i was so interested and astonished that it's it's a very common thing for astronauts hmm. to have a kind of experience like yeah. this and they come back from space and they're like we need to get it together as a species and and start acting as humanity right and i think that's pretty cool i think that's important i think it'd be great for people to learn about this thing and might change some people's minds and give them some insight. Yep. So thinking of how small Earth is from far away made me think of the photo. Have you seen NASA's photo? Earthrise? Um, it's from the Voyager mission in 1977. Show me. <clears throat> so it's oh. this tiny, tiny dot right here. Yeah. 
I wish our, I wish our viewers <laughs> look it up. Google it right yeah, now. Google it if you're listening to this. Voyager Google. 1977 photo of Earth. Pale blue dot, um, ultralight ray. Is that what it's called? Pale blue dot is a photograph of planet Earth taken on February 14th, 1990, yep. by the Voyager one. There you go. So talk. So about, anyways, that is crazy to see just how small we are. You know, we're tiny, yeah. and that's like everything we at least. I mean, most people don't go to space. Yeah. Most, most, most people don't go to space. So right. everything we experience is on this little tiny blue yeah. dot. And w- like we're talking about traveling. And when we say travel, we mean, you know. <laughs> Just going on top of this right, little pale, tiny blue dot. On, the, on this pale blue dot that we live on. Going from one continent to another or state to another state. Yeah. Or surfing. Or, or <laughs> surfing and kayaking and travel. hiking. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thanks, dude. All right. Thank you. Okay. Hope you enjoyed our random conversation. If there's one thing that I hope you take away from this podcast, it is that your third culture experience is important. Thanks for listening. <laughs>